أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على رسوله سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين We continue inshallah from the Kashf al-Mahjub today and we read the tabaqat of several mashayikh the first of whom Abu Uthman Sa'id bin Ismail al-Hiri he was one of the eminent Sufis of the past time First, he associated with Yahya bin Mu'adh, who we read about the other day. Then he consorted for a while with Shah Shuja of Kirman uh, and accompanied him uh, on a visit to Abu Hafs in Nishapur, with whom he remained till the end of his life. So if you remember, Abu Hafs is the blacksmith. Uh, it's related on trustworthy authority that he said in my childhood, I was continuously seeking the truth and the externalist expired me with a feeling of abhorrence. Meaning people, people who are very like f shallow in their knowledge. I perceive that the sacred law concealed the mystery under the superficial forms which are followed by the vulgar. Meaning what? There's some people, they, they worship like the fiqh. Fiqh is important, but it's not everything. It's a means to an end. Worshipping the fiqh here means what? Uh, uh, Worshipping superficial, the uh, mystery under superficial forms is what the end is. And uh, 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 worshipping the sacred law is not understanding that it's a means. And so he said, I uh, perceive that the sacred law concealed a mystery under the superficial forms which are followed by the vulgar. There are people who talk about fiqh, but they don't understand what the point of it is. This is different than saying that it has no point. When I grew up, I happened to hear a discourse of Yahya bin Mu'adh of Ray, And I found there the mystery that was the object of my search. I continued to associate with Yahya until hearing the reports of Shah Shuja Akirmani from a number of persons who had been in his company. I felt a longing to visit him. Accordingly, I quit Ray and set out for Kirman. Shah Shuja, however, would not admit me to his society. He said, you have been nursed on the doctrine of hope, which Yahya, uh, upon which Yahya takes his stand. No one who has imbibed this doctrine can tread the path of purgation. Uh, uh, of Mujahada because of a mechanical belief that uh, hope produces in a person which results in indolence. Uh, I besought him earnestly and lamented and stayed at his door for 20 days. At length he admitted me and I remained in his society until. So this is one of the, one of the reasons I wanted to read this tabaqa is this is one of the people, most of the, most of the mashayikh here, they take the sir from somebody, but this is one of the mashayikh in the, in the tabaqat that associated with a number of different ulama, and he understood the, the, the way of doing that beneficially. There's a way of doing that that's not beneficial, which is just take what you like from every person, and then uh, you mix all the colors until it becomes just murky, and you're confused uh, going in different directions randomly. Um, so what happens is what uh, Shah Shuja of Kirman, he said that, uh, uh, he said, I, I, can't, I can't take you. Because you already have started on a different path, your trajectory is some different way, and this is something that's tr this is something that's true about the soul also is that there are different paths to the goal, and some people per prefer different paths. Some people per don't mind paying a toll and going on the tollway. Some people like taking the surface streets. Some people the cars you know can't go over sixty miles an hour, so they have to take they have to take a different path, etc. Different people are in different positions. Uh, so he says that you're you're already on a trajectory. Trajectory, you're you're not going to make it with me. Um, but then on the flip side, there's a way of dealing with that also because many mashayikh oftentimes people feel like they get blown off by them. But the reason is that people don't like wasting time. If the sheikh wastes his time with you, neither benefits you nor does it benefit him. Uh, 
Uh, and so uh, he was he was persistent. He showed the Sheikh that he actually has talab. He actually is seeking to better himself. At length he admitted me and I remained in his society until he took me uh, for a visit to Abu Hafs in Nishapur. Abu Hafs is the, the blacksmith. Uh, on this occasion Shah Shuja was wearing a coat, a qabah. And when Abu Hafs saw him, he rose from his seat and advanced to meet him saying, I have found in, uh, the qabah what I was looking for in the abah. Uh, Aba is like a cloak. The qaba is like the jacket or the coat that a normal person wears. Whereas the abah is the like the, the cloak, the abaya that the, the, the mashaykh used to wear. It's a sign of it's a sign of being a sheikh. And so he, he said, Look at look at this man who dresses like a normal person. He said that I found the thing I look for in the mashaykh in this person who, who is just dressed as a normal person. And that was the path of some of our mashaykh as well, is that they would completely conceal themselves to the point where you couldn't see any difference between them and between another person. Um, and the, the the sunnah of that is what is that it's superior, uh, except for if uh, if doing that will harm will harm Islam and harm the people. So Imam Abu Hanifa he gave uh, he gave wasiya to the opposite to his students that when you walk amongst the people if you're a person of knowledge you should dress differently you should have your 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 jubba should be longer and the sleeves of your jubba should be bigger you should wear a bigger turban why because that way somebody who wants to benefit can know to come and benefit from you that you don't hide and slip past uh, the service that you're supposed to be giving and at the same time a person knows not to mess with you because it's not like messing with any normal person they're going to destroy their own akhirah if they give you a hard time uh, so these are two different sides of the coin and the, if there's benefit to Islam in doing that then a person should do it and if there's uh, uh, no benefit to Islam it's better, it's aslam for the nafs, to, uh, safer for the nafs not to, uh, not to distinguish oneself. When Abu Hafs saw him he rose from his seat and advanced to meet him saying I found in a coat what I sought in the cloak. During our residence in Nishapur I conceived a strong desire to associate with Abu Hafs but was restrained. Uh, 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 from devoting myself to attendance on him by my respect for Shah Shuja. Uh, meanwhile, I was imploring God to make it possible for me to enjoy the society of Abu Hafs without hurting the feelings of Shah Shuja, who, who was a man of Ghayrat. Uh, uh, Abu Hafs became aware of my wishes. On the day of our departure, I dressed myself for our journey, although I was leaving my heart with Abu Hafs. Abu Hafs uh, said familiarly, familiarly to Shah Shuja. I am pleased with this young man. Let him stay with me. Shah Shuja turned to me and said, "Do as the Sheikh bids you." So see, uh, also he had, you know, just he also had concern for his, for his Sheikh that he didn't want to hurt his feelings. He wasn't just, uh, you know, completely, uh, completely selfish or completely uh, 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 oblivious to it. And Allah opened a way for him. And this is something that this is something people should know. People do that. Someone will go take bayah with the Sheikh. And then later on, they'll realize maybe this is not my thing or whatever. You want to switch from switch from one sheikh to another. It's istiqama has a lot of khair in it. Uh, the secret uh, is in in this is a nazam of Sidi Ahmed Zarruq that the secret is in fearing Allah Taala and then being steadfast. Uh, and the greatest of miracles is that a person should have certainty inside of their heart. Um, so, but that aside, sometimes it is time to move on. In that case, ask your sheikh politely for permission. If he says no, then you can deal with that later. But you at least owe it to him, even if you didn't, you know, even if it wasn't working out. At least he gave you your time. It gave you from his time. At least he had sincerity for you. At least he wished the best for you. It's not working out. It's not working out. But to, to kind of ghost on the mashaykh as if it's like, you know, 
uh, like I'm going to buy this from Target instead of from Kmart. That's that's really there's like high levels of bogusness in that. So uh, so you see that he, he, he didn't want to run afoul of, uh, of the ihsan that his sheikh did to him. Allah Ta'ala made a way for him. Uh, Abu Hafs said familiarly, with, uh, familiarly to Shah Shuja, I'm pleased with this youth. Let him stay here. Shah Shuja turned to me and said, do as the sheikh bids you. So I remained with Abu Hafs and experienced many wonderful things in his company. God caused Abu Uthman, who is the, 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 the sheikh who we're talking about, God caused uh, Abu Uthman to pass through three stations by means uh, of three spiritual directors. And these stations which he indicated belonged to them. Uh, and he also made them his own. The station of hope through associating with Yahya bin Mu'adh. The station of Ghayrah through uh, associating with uh, Shah Shuja'a. And Ghayra is, is what? Ghayra is the thing that nobody knows about because nobody here has it. But it's a cardinal virtue. It's a cardinal spiritual virtue in Islam. People should know about it. The, the, the uh, Rasul sallallahu alayhi wa remarked to Mu'ad bin, uh, Sa'ad bin Mu'ad uh, that, Ya Sa'ad, know that uh, uh, Allah is pleased with your ghayrah and that uh, the Messenger of Allah has more ghayrah than you and Allah has more ghayrah than his Messenger. So he says, he, the, through associating with Yahya, uh, he learned the station of hope and through uh, associating with Shah Shuja, he took the maqam of ghayrah and through uh, 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 associating with Abu Hafs, he uh, took the uh, maqam of shafaqa of affection. It is allowable for a discipline, or sorry, for a disciple to associate with five or six or more uh, sheikhs uh, to, and to have different station revealed to him by each of them. But it is better that he should not confuse his own station with theirs. He should point to their perfection in that station and say, I gained this by associating with them, but they were superior in it. Meaning it's okay to say that, like, I learned this or I saw this uh, in, in one of the mashaykh, but they shouldn't attribute it to themselves. This is more in, in accordance with good manners for the spiritual adepts uh, uh, to have nothing to do with stations and states. This is more in accordance with good manners for spiritual adepts have nothing to do with stations and states. That all of these things lead, they're all also, again, means that lead to the same realization. To Abu Uthman was due the divulgation of Sufism in Nishapur and Khurasan. He associated with Junaid and with Ruwaym and with Yusuf bin Hussein and Muhammad bin Fadl al-Balkhi. No sheikh ever derived as much spiritual advantage from his sheikhs than he did. The people of Nishapur set up a pulpit that he might discourse uh, about spirituality to them. He is the author of sublime treatises on various branches of the science. It is related that he said it behooves one whom God has honored with knowing him, not to dishonor himself with the disobedience of Allah. This re refers to actions acquired by man and to his continual effort to keep the commandments of Allah because even though you recognize that it is worthy of Allah not to dishonor uh, by disobedience anyone who he has honored with knowing him, yet knowing him is God's gift and disobedience is man's act. It is impossible that one who is honored with God's gift should be dishonored by his own act. God honored Adam with knowledge. He did not dishonor him uh, on account of his mistake. So uh, uh, the next tabaqa, Abu Abdullah, uh, Abu Abdullah Ahmad bin Yahya al-Jallah. There is a, a high level of like, let's just say, mashallah, people nowadays, if you give them the like, slightest correction, like you say the smallest thing to them, right? They become so upset with you. They'll never talk to you again. And they'll go and like make a documentary about how <coughs> horrible you are 
and uh, it's going to be like this big thing and nobody will ever forget it, ever live it down as if you're like, mashallah, you know, you have no hikmah and you completely destroyed all of Islam by that one time you hurt my feelings. So if you want to know how the mashayikh got what they got in the past and what sacrifices they make, uh, enjoy. Enjoy the following tabaqah because keeping it real went very wrong. Uh, Abu Abdullah Ahmed bin Yahya al-Jalla he associated with Junaid and Abu Hassan al-Nuri uh, uh, and other great sheikhs. So we talk about Abu Hassan al-Nuri before in Imam Junaid in years past. It is recorded that he said, the mind of the Gnostic, the mind of the knower of Allah is fixed on his Lord. He does not pay attention to anything else because the knower knows nothing except for knowing. And since knowing is the whole capital, the whole wealth of his heart, his thoughts are entirely bent on the vision of Allah. Uh, and f because distraction of thought produces cares and cares keep one back from Allah uh, 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 For this reason he doesn't pay attention to anything else He tells the following story He says once I saw a, a, a very uh, handsome uh, uh, young boy who was a Christian I was amazed with his beauty and stood still opposite to him Junaid passed me Imam Junaid passed me uh, And I said to him, O oh, Master, will God burn such a face in the hellfire? And he answered, "O oh my son, this is a trick of the flesh, a look by which one, a trick of the flesh, and not a look by which one takes warning or heed. If you look with due consideration, the same marvel is existent in every atom of the universe. You will soon be punished for this uh, want of respect." When Junaid turned away from me, I immediately forgot the Quran, and it didn't come back to my memory until I'd for years implored Allah to help me and had repented of my sin. Now I dare not pay heed to any created object or waste my time by looking at things. So who wants to be Sufi now? <laughs> now it would be like... Like, I think that Junaid was really mean and... Like... Why would he take the like Quran away from him? That doesn't even like reading Quran is good. That doesn't even make sense and stuff. And I think like I'm sick and tired of like Islam, like all this like Islam of rules. Cause to me, like Islam is more about being a good person and being spiritual. Okay. Whoever wants to whoever wants to buy, this is the price. Uh, obviously, alhamdulillah, mashallah, those were big people. Allah gave them a great maqam. All's well that ends well, mashallah. I mean, if the end result was that he says what? He says, now I dare not pay heed to any created object or waste my time by looking at things. This means that Allah gave him a very high maqam uh, through this tribulation. But uh, at the same time, um, at the same time, it's, uh, you know, those are big people. Allah gave them a, a great maqam. And uh, we're small people, inshallah, Allah ta'ala spare us from so much testing uh, but uh, you know it's important to know that you don't get anything without going through difficulty Abul Fawar Shah Shuja Al Kirmani he's been mentioned in a number of in a number of the other tabaqat so I thought it would be good to good to read about him he was of royal descent so Shah is the Persian word for king and uh, it's an old uh, it's an old tradition of the the mashaykh that they they give the 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 title of sultan or shah to uh, uh, the uh, to the mashaykh of the tariqa because they are like the muluk of the akhirah they're like the kings of the akhirah and every now and then you'll have somebody who it's from both sides he was of royal descent he associated with abu tarab naqshabadi and many other mashaykh 
something has been said uh, of him in the notice of Abu Uthman al-Hayri, which we just read not too long ago. He's the sheikh who's, uh, who's in, who, from whom Abu Uthman took the station of Ghira. He composed a celebrated treatise on tasawwuf as well as a book entitled Mir'at al-Hukama, the mirror of the, of, of, of the wise, uh, of the sages. It is recorded that he said, the eminent have eminence until they see it. The people who have any prominence, right? The people of eminence have eminence until they see it. Uh, and the saints have sainthood until they see it. I.e. whoever regards his eminence loses its reality and whoever regards his sainthood loses its reality. His biographers relate that for 40 years he never slept. Uh, and then he uh, fell asleep and dreamed of Allah. O Lord, he cried, I was seeking you in my nightly vigils, but I have found you in sleep. Allah answered to him, O Shah, you have found me by means of those nightly vigils. Had you not sought me there, you would not have found me here. Amr bin Uthman al-Makki, he was one of the principal people of Tasawwuf and the author of many celebrated works on the mystical sciences. He became a disciple of Junaid after having seen Abu Sa'id Kharraz uh, and, uh, and after associating with uh, uh, Nibaji, uh, uh, Sa'id bin Yazid al-Nibaji. Uh, you can find his, his uh, tabaqa, it's not in this book, but you can find it in... in uh, uh, the Nafahat al-Uns or some other book. You can find it in another in another book. I'll look it up and get back to you. He was the Imam of his age in theology and kalam. It is related that he said, "Ecstasy does not admit explanation because it is a secret between Allah and true believers." I mean, if someone has some ecstatic experience, there's no point in telling it to anybody else. In fact, a no one's going to understand it, and b. Uh, divulging the secret between you and the Lord is bad adab with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and it may actually result in having something taken away. It says, ecstasy does not admit explanation because it is a secret between God and the, between the true believers. Let men seek to explain it as they will. Their explanation is not that secret. I mean, whatever they're explaining is not what they're trying to explain. Inasmuch as all human power and effort is divorced from divine mystery. It is said that when Amr came to Isfahan, a young man associated with him against the wish of his father. Uh, uh, the young man uh, fell into sickness. One day the sheikh and a number of his uh, associates uh, came to visit him. He begged the sheikh to bid the, 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 the singer, the qawwal, to chant a number of verses. Um, this, is a, this is a thing that they used to have, you know, in the Khanqa, they used to have a singer that reads the ash'ara of ma'rifah. Uh, this is unfortunate that people are, I guess they don't bother to learn Arabic or Persian or any of the classical languages anymore, and that we have no people of any literary worth in English um, that have been able to not only understand these experiences, but translate them into uh, an idiom that, that the people can understand. Um, uh, but uh, this is something like in America, if you like sing a song in the masjid, people will like, it's like you brought an idol into the masjid or something like that. They'll freak out. But that's even, the, they used to sing Ash'ar in the company of the Prophet Sallallahu uh, Alaihi Wasallam. So that's, that's something that, that I guess it's a peculiar quirk of American Islam. Uh, he says he begged the, the sheikh to ask the, the qawal, the, 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 the munshid, to chant a few verses. Whereupon uh, uh, Amr uh, told the qawal to chant, Mali marit wa lam ya'udni a'id, minkum wa yamradu abdukum fa'a'udu. 
how is it that when I fell ill, none of you visited me, uh, though I visit your slave when he falls ill? How is it that when I fell ill, none of you visited me, though I visit your slave when he fall, falls ill? On hearing this, the invalid left his bed. The, the sick young man got up, left his bed, sat down, and the violence of his sickness had diminished. Uh, uh, and then he asked, uh, he asked the sheikh, give me some more. So the qawal continued, وَأَشْهَدُ مِنْ مَرَضِي عَلَيَّ شَاهِدُ Your neglect of me is more grievous to me than my sickness. It would grieve me. Uh, uh, it would grieve me even to neglect your slave. This is what this is the 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 uh, the the ashar of 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 the ma'rifah of Allah Taala. Is that how come I became sick, and uh, 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 when I fell ill, none of you visited me, though I visited your slave when I visit your slave, even your slave when he falls ill. Allah Taala, people don't don't pay heed to Allah Taala. When there's something that He wants from you, they don't pay pay heed to Him. Even though he's the one, you're the even smallest of your your desires, you uh, uh, smallest of your desires, you don't even make du'a for it, and Allah Taala takes care of it for you. You expect it, you know. You don't even ask for it, and Allah Taala takes care of it for you. And so, hearing this, uh, hearing this, uh, uh, just remembrance of Allah Taala, it, it shook the sickness off of this uh, young man. And so he got up from his bed and he sat down, and then he asked, "Read more." And so uh, uh, the Qawal continues, he says, your neglect is more grievous to me than my sickness. That, that the fact that you're not paying attention is, is worse than, than, than even the fact that, that I wanted something from you and you didn't give it to me. He said, it would grieve me even to, uh, uh, even to neglect your slave. Meaning what? It, it would hurt me even to, if you wanted something, if, you're, if you wanted something that you don't even consider important and I, I didn't give it to you. Uh, which is what, like the the hadith of Bukhari, the hadith Qudsi, that uh, uh, that uh, if my slave asks me, I'll surely uh, uh, I will give him, and if he seeks uh, uh, protection with me, surely I will protect him. Uh, uh, means he says what he says, your neglect is uh, is more grievous to me than my sickness. It would grieve me to neglect even your slave. The young man's sickness departed from him. His father thereafter permitted him to associate with Amr and repented of the suspicion that he harbored in his heart about the Sheikh, and the, the youth himself achieved a high maqam uh, uh, in this path. Allah Ta'ala make us amongst the people who keep the company of the Ahlullah and give us something to think about more important and more worthy than the stupid things that we waste our day thinking about. Allah Ta'ala take away all of our worries and griefs and concerns except for the worry and concern and grief about meeting him. Wa sallallahu ta'ala ala rasulihi Sayyidina Muhammadin wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma'in.